0: Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the Shoreline podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about business and entrepreneurship here in northern Ohio. My name is Jared, and typically I'm joined by my friend and coworker, Ben. Uh, But he is not available today to help me record this podcast, so I'm going at it alone. And that's fine. Sometimes you just uh, have to kind of get things going, even if not everybody's able to be there. So it's cool. Uh, we're gonna do this episode alone and I'm looking forward to it. So guys, for if you don't know who we are, uh, my name is Jared. I own two companies called Shoreline Media and OneUp Creative, uh, both offering services in media and photography, videography, and that kind of stuff here in Northern Ohio. Uh, and we haven't done an episode in a few weeks. You know, We do this podcast so we can talk to you guys about uh, what we're doing as a business and talk about our decisions and how we come about this process, uh, and and hopefully you know share some ideas out there about running a business and how about kind of bootstrapping yourself up off the ground because you know we're a new business, uh, and we haven't had a few weeks, uh, an episode in a few weeks, and the reason why is because we are a wedding photography and videography business on the one up creative side of things, and uh, the wedding season has started. And you know, weddings is our primary source of income as a company, uh, so that's what keeps us really busy. So two weeks ago, we had our first wedding of the season, and uh, it was wedding photography, and then we did some wedding video this past weekend, and, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, because if you guys saw the title of this episode, you know that I'm restructuring my packages, uh, and that's the topic I want to talk about today. But there's a little bit of a backstory, so we're going to dive right into it. So guys, uh, we'll start off by mentioning that, like I said before, we did have our first two weddings of the year and uh, basically the way that I've done weddings in the past uh, has caused an issue, uh, which I'm going to get into. So our first wedding we did of the year was wedding photography. Uh, Me and my assistant, Travis, went out and shot the wedding. It was an absolutely beautiful wedding. I got some amazing images from it. I'm so excited about them. Uh, and you guys can go see them on my Facebook if you wanted to. Uh, it's facebook.com/oneupstudio if you wanted to check that out. Uh, or you can go to oneup.photo, scroll to the bottom, and click on our Facebook link if you want to do that as well. Regardless, uh, the pictures look great, and the couple was astounding. Such an amazing couple. They're so adorable, and I love them to death. They're they're beautiful people. Um, and and it was just a great experience. You know, it did rain, but we still. Uh, got amazing pictures. Despite that, uh, we found a place called Brooker Insurance in Parma, Ohio, and we were able to shoot there. It's great. Got some really beautiful images, and and walked away from the day uh, really positive about it. Uh, and so, so a couple of weeks later, you know, this past weekend we were going to shoot video, and and I was kind of nervous leading up to this shoot, just like I was for the wedding photography shoot, uh, because both of them were the first shoot of that type for the season, and and you know there's just a little bit of anxiety because I've been kind of off the horse quote unquote for for a few months now and so I was just a little nervous about it because I didn't know really what to expect and so the way that I've done weddings in the past is basically that I don't really uh, limit the amount of hours I'm going to be there on a wedding day and and the reason that I do that is because I I love what I do and you know I really value Uh, the story above everything. Because if if you guys read uh, kind of our branding and the way we structure our brand on 1UP Creative is that it's all about storytelling. Uh, You know, everything we do as far as a business in OneUp Creative is about storytelling. And a lot of what we do in Shoreline Media is about storytelling because, uh, you know, Shoreline Media is created as a branding agency and it's about telling the story of your brand. Uh, And and that's kind of why I love what I do so much, because I love the whole storytelling aspect of of weddings and and just the the artistic telling of someone's story, especially the most important day of a lot of their lives. Uh, I think there's just something so incredibly beautiful about doing that. And so because I find the story so valuable of a wedding day, I have never really limited the amount of time that I'm going to be there because I feel like, you know, if there's a part of the day that, that my couple feels is important uh, and that they want me to be there for, then I want to make sure that I'm there for that, you know? And and sometimes that does mean showing up at 7 a.m. And sometimes it does mean staying very late. Uh, uh, and, and so I typically am at a wedding for, you know, 12 hours. Uh, that's a very normal wedding for me. And, and to a lot of photographers that might seem insane. Uh, because, you know, a lot of photographers are a lot more used to limiting their hours to 8 or 10 hours. And, and shooting a 12-hour wedding day to them just seems seems absolutely grueling. But to me, that's a very normal and typical wedding day when I'm shooting my own weddings. I uh, you know when I assist, it tends to be a little bit different. Sometimes I'll show up and do 8 or 10 hours or something like that. But when I'm shooting my own weddings, I am typically there for 12 hours. That's a very typical wedding day for me. And it served me well all this time because I really enjoyed the ability to make sure that I'm there to capture it all. And it seems to be something that my clients have valued in the past. you know, I, I, I feel like clients have booked me in the past uh, because that because of the fact that I do not limit my time so strictly. And you know, I'm, I'm able to be there for all the parts that they want me there for. Now, Uh, That brings us to this past weekend when we were doing wedding video. Now, keep in mind, like I said, we were normally at a wedding for 12 hours. Now, the wedding a couple weeks ago where we were doing photography, that was there for 13 hours that day. Uh, So it's a little bit longer than my regular day, but it's kind of something I expect. You know, it's not anything super crazy. But this wedding video ended up being a little bit different uh, because it was a very last-minute booking. Uh, the couple, I don't want to go too far into them uh, because I do believe they're amazing people, and this is just kind of circumstances that caused this thing to happen. Um, but I ended up booking the couple very last-minute, and and so uh, I wasn't able to go through the regular type of meeting them in person, interviewing them, and learning a whole lot of information about the wedding before the day. Uh, so I have a questionnaire that I standardly send to couples to have them fill out. Uh, And I did have them fill that out. Basically asks them a few questions about the day and the people involved in the wedding and questions about the other vendors involved in the wedding and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And then at the bottom, it leaves a spot for them to submit their schedule if they have a rough timeline outlined in like a Word document or something of the wedding day, if they wanted to do that. So. They filled out the questionnaire. They didn't upload one of the forms, so I didn't have a rough timeline of the day. Uh, so, so basically, I went into this wedding not exactly knowing how long I was going to be there for. Uh, and, and so I guess maybe I just wasn't mentally prepared for this. Uh, but my assistant, Ben, who normally co-hosts the show with me, uh, we went to the wed- wedding. Uh, we started at the salon at 7 in the morning. okay, very, very, very early. Um, We were not planning on being there so early. We were originally planning on starting at 1030. But because of the timeline, we didn't feel like we would have enough time with the bride to get all the shots we needed. So we wanted to start at the salon. And the girls were getting at the salon at 730. So we figured if we get there at 7, we'll have some time to set up. So we got there at 7 and the bride and all the girls didn't even show up. Some of the girls showed up at 7.30, but the bride didn't even get there until later. Uh, So basically we we had ended up spending an hour waiting for our bride before we even started shooting. Uh, And and so we wasted an hour of our time uh, that we were here at this venue, uh, at this salon, waiting to shoot. And, you know, to kind of not grow too much time or spend too much time on expanding on the details of the wedding day uh you know i just want to use that as kind of an example of the types of things that happened all throughout this wedding day there's a number of times over the course of the wedding day where we thought that we weren't going to have enough time to do a certain thing um, but then we ended up having a significant amount more time than we needed and or that was planned for. And so we ended up having to just sit there for a good chunk of time and kind of waste it. Um, that happened four or five different times throughout the course of this wedding day. And and the last of which was that they wanted us to stay until 10 o'clock to do a sparkler exit, uh, which is something I love to get because I think it's beautiful footage. Uh, and, and so I, we were ready to go at like nine o'clock and, and we were just waiting there uh, because we had gotten plenty of dancing footage of everybody on the dance floor and all the other events had ended at that point. So we were really just waiting for the end of the day to come. So we sat there uh, waiting for, for this sparkler exit. And, and so the photographers ended up leaving, uh, I'm guessing because their time limit came. And so we were, we were basically at this, uh, judgment that, you know, there was, they weren't planning on getting the sparkler exit and only us as videographers were planning on getting it. And, uh, long story short, uh, the sparkler exit happened closer to 11 o'clock, even though it was supposed to happen at 10, uh, because they ended up uh, purchasing an extra hour of time from the DJ. Uh, so we ended up not waiting one hour, but two hours for the sparkler exit, which brought our total time for the day to 16 hours that we spent at this wedding or, or basically literally the entire time we were awake for that entire day. And so the reason I'm talking about this is because I want to bring up uh, just how long of a time that is, you know, 16 hours literally from I woke up, I went and and shaved. And then I got in the car and basically left and, and came back, ate some food and went to bed. Like that was literally, it was the entire day. And so, uh, basically Ben and I, after this wedding, we were coming back home and we were just talking about how, you know, a, we, we are so used to doing these 12 hour days. Uh, and, and that seems very doable to me. I've done it a lot of times, but doing these 16 hour days is just not sustainable. We can't be doing any more of these days. It's just not possible for us to be able to keep up with it. Um, and you know, while we loved the day and, and, and we loved the footage we got and we loved the couple and they were great we just felt like, you know, there was a lot of time that we were sitting there that we should have been condensing all of, all of this stuff into, um, into a, a more concise package. And, and so, you know, what we could have spent 12 hours on that 16 hours of, you know, out of the 16 hours of the wedding day, we were probably shooting 12 of it. Uh, and so, so basically we just had this, this concept that, uh, you know, F as videographers and as photographers, we need to value our time a little bit more, um, because, you know, we, we cannot do this type of thing sustainably and be out for 16 hours and then, you know, have, have not actually be shooting all of that. Uh, you know, because it's, it's kind of a waste of our time to be sitting there. And it's, it's not like we don't love what we do because we do, but it's, it's just, you know, we have to, at some point say, okay, well, our, we, we would much rather, uh, be going home right now, you know, because we're not doing anything. This is just sitting here, you know, waiting for the end of the night. Um, so what we later found out, um, was or what we later decided was that we needed to restructure our packages because, you know, even though I love being there for all the important events of the wedding day, and I want to make sure I'm there for all of that, it isn't sustainable for me or Ben or any member of the One Up Creative team and the Shoreline team to be pulling these 16 hour days ever again. You know, it's just not possible. For us to do even if we're shooting all 16 hours we just can't you know be up and moving for that long it's, it's just not healthy so you know being comfortable with 12-hour days we kind of wanted to restructure or put some kind of clause in our wedding packages that says we're not going to be shooting more than that amount of time because it's just it's more something more manageable for us to be shooting 12 hour days and something that's kind of a little, I don't know, a little bit, um, more sensible, uh, as, as a working professional. And it was something I didn't really want to do. Uh, and I've kind of been spoken out about it in the past with clients, um, about how I don't like limiting myself on time. Uh, but it's something I f- I now realize why photographers do it uh, because it it really does go a long way um, in making sure that you're not overworking yourself. So uh, I still want to be relatively lax with the restructuring and, and I, I want to be generous with my time because I do feel like it is important and I still firmly believe I want to be there for as much of the wedding day as I can. Uh, but, uh, you know, I do have to set some kind of hard limit, uh, on that. So, uh, I started looking at and investigating this concept of restructuring our wedding day packages in the, in the time aspect of things. And conveniently around that time, uh, Ben Hartley, who has a podcast, he is a photographer, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, that I listen to quite frequent, frequently, um, Uh, he came out with an episode this past week about, uh, restructuring packages. So I kind of just listened to what he was saying and, and took some of what he was saying relatively to heart. Uh, you know, I didn't copy verbatim for what he said, but I'd say like 80% of what he said, I actually ended up incorporating and it wasn't intentionally actually when he first started talking about his package structure, um, I was not super into the concept. Uh, But I just started playing with the numbers and I realized the actual utility of the way that he's talking about structuring his packages. And so that is what I did. I'm going to basically walk you guys through what I have done as far as restructuring my packages and and why I did it the way that I did it. Uh, And if you guys want to go check out his podcast, it is Six Figure Photography Podcast, and you're welcome to check that out. Uh, he's awesome, and, and he's definitely one of the few photographers that I truly closely follow uh, uh, because I think he brings a lot of value to the table. And he grew up in the Northern Ohio area. So what, what's better than that? All right, guys. Uh, so diving into this package structure. So the way that I've done packages in the past is basically I have, uh, for photography, I have two packages, and for videography, I only have one. And it's very straightforward. And, and the reason I did that was because I wanted to purposefully keep it as simple as possible for my own sake. Uh, because having to keep track of so many things of uh, who bought what and who who ordered what was just a pain in the butt. So I only ever offered two packages. These packages were really simple. Uh both of my packages came with an album. Uh, and both of them came with up to 10 prints. And both of them came with two photographers, and both of them came with unlimited hours. So, the only difference between the two packages was what album you actually got. And so, my lower tier package came with a really nice hardcover album, 11 by 14, that I absolutely love. I print these albums all the time, and they're great quality albums. Um, and I actually have one printed personally. You know, after I ordered my first album through this company, I was just so amazed with the quality that I had to get one per, just of my personal pictures that I've taken, uh, printed. And now I take that to client meetings and stuff to show them, you know, what the album actually looks like. It's a really great quality album. Uh, but the, the higher tier package steps it up a notch uh, and it takes, it's a hard cover in the lower tier package, but this, this higher tier one, you know, it, it steps up the paper from this really luxurious uh, matte paper to a like super premium, you know, like archival stock, you know, like the, the highest quality paper that you can get. And then the cover is the whole book is leather bound, you know, with real leather or you can get pleather if, you know, you're more inclined to vegan options. Um, both of those are options, but, you know, it's, it's like the highest quality book that you can get. And it's super, Expensive, so it's obviously not something I could offer in my lower tier package. So, the way that I structured my packages in the past, is I would have my lower tier package priced at two thousand dollars, and you know, that was basically priced very specifically so that I would take home a little bit of money after the expenses of paying my assistants, paying uh, you know, the, all the bills and the gear, and blah, blah blah blah, paying all that stuff. Uh, you know, I would take home 500, 600, 700 bucks out of that. Uh, But because the higher tier package has such a more expensive album, I basically did not uh, make any more money off of it. I would raise the price from $2,000 to $2,500, but the price raised was purely just to pay for this extra album because the album alone was $500 more expensive. I mean, those leather-bound albums are super crazy expensive. So I only had these two packages, and I made the same amount of money on both of them. And I kind of liked it that way. You know, I didn't mind making the same amount of money. It didn't really bother me that much. Um, it was just that I wanted to keep things super simple for me. So I kind of just included everything and, and only made one difference because I really believed in the quality of the album and and that it was worth the $500 higher premium. You know, it wasn't that I was trying to make more money off of people or anything like that. And I still don't believe I am even with the new price structure. Um, but, you know, I, I, I believed in a product and I wanted to make sure that I offer that to my clients. Um, and then for videography, I only offered one package. And, and the way we've done videography in the past is very simple. Uh, basically we do a highlight reel, uh, and that highlight reel is basically three to 10 minutes, uh, and, and, that's what you guys will see like on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, you know, those beautiful wedding videos, uh, and, and the stuff that we show on our website are our highlight reels. they usually be, uh, like a song, uh, overlaid on it or two or three songs. And that's basically what determines the length is the song. We build this nice little video to kind of showcase all the best parts of the wedding day. And so, what a lot of wedding photographers or wedding videographers, sorry, what a lot of wedding videographers do uh, for wedding video is they will take the wedding video and turn it into kind of like a feature film. So, they'll make like a 45 to a one hour long video covering all of the parts of the wedding day in a lot more detail than you can cover over a three minute video. Now, the reason I haven't done feature films in the past is because I feel like they are a huge time commitment in editing uh, and and for that I, I feel like as a deliverable to a client it's not something that a client will watch that often versus a three minute video just because of the time commitment it takes to watch a one hour long video is much much more than the time commitment it takes to watch a three minute long video so the, the thing about these wedding films is that they will include the majority of the ceremony and the the reception speeches and all that stuff in them, so that our couples are able to see a larger picture of the hugely important parts of the wedding day that they really value you know they really value their speeches, they really value the ceremony and that kind of stuff, and that's what they want to really remember. When they're talking about these wedding feature films. So alongside our highlight reel, uh, I would also have separate videos. I would have separate videos for our reception speeches and I would have a separate video that would include most of the ceremony in full. And and so basically I would do a multi-cam of the reception speeches and a multi-cam of the ceremony and cut those together in order to create these two separate videos that I include alongside the highlight reel that I sold as a package for $1,600. And that way the couple uh, can get that full experience uh, and you know the parts they really value, as well as being able to keep the amount of editing that I have down. Um, um, So if they wanted to watch the full ceremony, they can just click that video, open it up and watch the whole thing. If they want to check out their speeches, they can watch the video, that whole thing, but they don't have to sit through an hour long video to watch any part of that. So that's basically the thought process. And and for that package, I charged Uh, $1,600. And that was working for me. I really like that price. Uh, I think it's a great starting point. And and I'm thinking maybe, you know, in the future, next year, I probably will bump my prices up. But I think for right now, that's a good starting point. Um, But basically what I wanted to do when reexamining this price structure is, is just kind of try to place a little more value on individual things. So when listening to Ben Hartley's podcast, what he recommended was basically you break down every single thing in your wedding package and what all is actually included, uh, starting with your own time and then going down and individualizing each item. So I'm going to, uh, basically tell you guys what I did and explain, you know, the thought process of how I created these packages and hopefully you'll get the idea. So, uh, we're going to talk about photography first. Uh, because that one I think is a little more straightforward. Uh, so basically, what I've done with photography is I have broke all the things down that I can offer in a package, and 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 keep placed a dollar value on them. So we'll start with our regular hardcover album because you know I have these beautiful albums that I deliver to clients. My lower tier album uh, is pretty expensive even still. Uh, so that, that album typically will cost me between $250 and $300 when it's not on sale. You know, sometimes when I order, I'm able to get a good sale and I can get that price down like under $200, but, uh, you know, we want to make sure we do proper math here. And, and so I don't want to assume that something's going to be on sale. So we're going to say, uh, you know, I, I put up $320 uh, as a price for the hardcover album. Right. So that hardcover album, basically that would include buying the album and then buying uh, some kind of cover for the album or a case for the album and, and buying shipping to get the final product to the couple. So it's basically the all in price of getting that album to me so I can see it and then to the couple. That's the entire price. $320 is what I said that was. Now for our leather bound album, obviously that one is a lot more expensive than that, you know, Uh, and so we're going to need bigger boxes, bigger shipping materials, things are going to be more expensive. So basically I allotted that that album is going to cost about a thousand dollars all said and done. Uh, So you know, if they want to get the hardcover album, it's 320 bucks. They wanted to get a leather bound album a thousand dollars and that's basically you know that's not a whole lot of profit there may be you know 10 20 bucks of profit in there but there's not a whole lot of profit i've built into that now in the future i could build more profit into that as i either uh, feel like i am more worth of it but or or i feel like you know i want to offer a higher quality or better product, uh, which I feel like I'm already offering a really high quality stuff. So I don't know how much better quality I can get than this. Uh, but you know, if I wanted to upgrade that, I can upgrade those, you know, those individual items. And then I figure a four by six matted print is going to cost me about three bucks because it's about a dollar for the print itself. And then you got a couple bucks for the mats that the prints go on. Uh, and then a five by seven matted print is going to cost me about 10 bucks. Um, so you kind of see where those prices start to come into play, uh, and then and then like a sixteen by twenty framed print or you know a generally larger print, it's going to cost you about a hundred bucks, and the majority of that print is going to be in the frame because getting a good frame and a good mat is the most expensive part of that. But then if I want to do something like a canvas print, like a sixteen by twenty canvas, those are super expensive, and you're looking easily like two hundred bucks. There, doing a sixteen by twenty print. Um, so then, there's also things like the online gallery. I, I do all of my online galleries through Pass. So I basically allotted thirty bucks to purchase the Pass license and upkeep the gallery and all that stuff. And then uh, I also do a lot of photo delivery via flash drive. Uh, so you know, something like thirty dollars to buy a good quality, nice looking flash drive, so that I can deliver something nice looking to my clients. Um, and then of course the last thing on this list is print rights, because that's something that a lot of photographers want and it's previously something I've been pretty relaxed on, but it's obviously something like, I feel like I need to start offering more often. Uh, so I felt like I needed to place a higher value on print rights. And the reason I wanted to do that is, is to kind of, uh, help create a barrier and, and a better offering with higher value packages um just to kind of differentiate them some more because I've given away print rights so long that I find I find a lot of couples will will want the print rights and then they'll go print their own photos and and so there's a little bit of quality control there because obviously I can use professional print houses and and they'll usually use like shutterfly or something and and it's not that like even their their prints are significantly more expensive than mine because realistically they're about the same price Um, you know, mine are maybe a little bit more expensive, but it, it still ends up being this kind of lower quality product just because they don't want to order prints through me. Um, so, you know, it's kind of an incentive to try and get people to order prints through me and and to, to kind of drop in the side note here, to be clear, uh, in the past and, and into the future, I don't intend on selling prints as a form of profit. Uh, uh, and I don't know, I can't predict the future. I can't say that that won't ever change, but at least for, for the foreseeable future, I don't plan on, on selling prints for profit. I have always sold prints to couples as at cost. I I basically just tell them what it costs me to order the prints and, and then they pay me that amount because I, I, again, this is all about, uh, giving clients the best quality materials and, and. trying to deliver the best quality experience and overall uh quality of the storytelling is is the number one focus so again it's not like i'm trying to sell people print rights in order to make more money the goal is simply to get people to print photos through me instead of going to another print house because i can guarantee that the quality of the prints is going to be great, and it's not going to be a significant amount more expensive to go through me than to go on their own. Uh, so the, the goal is just to incentivize that through putting a price on these print rights. So I said that print rights are going to cost $500 because basically if they're going to print less than $500 worth of stuff, it's going to be a better value than to just print it through me. So hopefully that guy sh- sheds some light on there again, like the goal of this is not to be evil. Uh, the goal. Of this is very simply to to incentivize the best quality product that I can, because that's my ultimate goal. Is that you know I want to give my couples the best experience they can have, and and so being super up there with the quality of what I'm delivering is really important. And so the last thing on my list is my own time, because obviously that's something that's super important when it comes to photography. Uh and that's kind of where this entire debate started uh was our own time. So, you know, what I decided to do was basically start doing an hourly charge, you know, charge per hour. Because then when when you say when you place a num numeric value on the number of hours that you're there, you know, it, it kind of places like this is what I'm worth. Uh, uh, for my skills. You know, it's not the products I'm delivering or anything else. It's, it's, this is what I feel like I'm worth for, for my own skills. So again, I've kind of worked all of this backwards from things I've already offered in the past. Uh, and so the prices are kind of flexed based on things that I have already charged in the past. So, so, you know, this is rooted in the $2,000 price base price that I had before is where these numbers are coming from. So what I basically broke it down to is I have a charge for my own time and I have a charge for my assistance time. Now for couples, these charges are both rolled into one, but I purposefully separated them myself so that I knew what the perfect rate was to pay my assistance for the gig. Uh, So for my own time, I have said that my price is $160 an hour, and that seems steep, but when you think about it, uh you know i i get a fraction of the 160 dollars because you know all the stuff that i have listed before that's all basically at cost uh you know i don't make profit from that uh except for the printing rights but i i make profit from that for a different reason it's it's kind of arbitrary um but all the other things are itemized at cost uh and so all of the taxes and everything else all the costs associated with running a business all come out of this 160 dollars an hour and that is why it's so high because probably said and done i probably make 50 an hour you know 160 of that goes to all the the costs associated with running a business in the first place so i said you know my time is worth 160 dollars an hour uh, because out of that, I pay, I make 50 and, and that's pretty good money for someone, you know, who's working a weekend, but it's, it's not great money. I'm not going full time off that money. It's just, hopefully I'll be able to get to a point, uh, where that'll be more viable. But for now, you know, that's what I'm starting at. as $160 an hour. Uh, and then my assistant is worth $40 an hour, uh, because I figure, you know, they're, they they do not have as much responsibility as I do. So, you know, their pay is a little bit less uh, plus, they don't have any of the costs associated with running a business either, uh, you know. So I'm able to pay them forty dollars an hour, and I feel like that's very fair uh, for an assistant. And, and I feel like, you know, they'll get a lot of value out of that, uh, and and hopefully, you know, my assistants agree. So uh, what that basically looks like to a client is that to hire me, it costs two hundred dollars an hour as the base fee. You know, that's that's what it costs for our expertise as a team. Uh, because I do feel like we have a really strong team here, uh, and we do great work. Uh, and and so that's what it costs in order to get us. Um, and I, I, feel like that's fair. Uh, you know, I can't say I'm a business expert, um, but I've definitely been doing this photography thing a long time. Uh, and I feel like I, I'm not the best photographer in the world, but I'm definitely working on it. Uh, uh, and, I, and I am always striving to be better and, and, you know, as we've gotten better over the years, we've just become worth more money. Um, and so I want to place myself in the slot where the market demands me and that's where I feel like we're demanded right now. So, you know, now that everything out there is itemized in this list, what you can do is you start to structure packages. Uh, and these packages are basically, you take all of these itemized things and you assemble them into a package and then you'll figure out exactly how much you have to charge. Because by by having the cost of all these things and what everything is worth put together, uh, you know, it makes it a lot easier to assemble the actual cost of a package, which is something I didn't realize before because I just kind of threw everything in a package and then hoped that it was profitable um and i've I've lucked out that i didn't do too bad of a job but uh this makes a lot more sense so what i started with was actually the most expensive package uh because i think it's really easy to start by including every single thing on a package and then it's a lot easier to to knock things off of a package when you're done so i started with package one which is our most expensive package so this package is kind of the ultimate one that has everything you could possibly want in a wedding package or at least everything I know to offer Uh, so this one comes with 12 hours of coverage from both me and the assistant because all of my packages come with assistants and they all come with albums that's one of my givens so it comes with a full 12 hours of coverage which you know is kind of the max where we said earlier in this episode where all of this rooted from uh, is that I'm trying to avoid working any more 16-hour days. So by, by putting in 12 hours of coverage, it kind of puts in that hard stop, but it still puts in enough coverage where I'm not going to miss anything. You know, I'm going to make sure that I'm there for all of the important parts of the day. And we're really able to tackle that uh, as a team. You know, this, this 12-hour day, you know, we're going to get it all, uh, and, and we're not missing out on giving the client something that we value as really important. So we wanted to make sure we offered that 12 hours in that most of, most valuable package or the, the most expensive package. Of course, with the most expensive package, you're also going to get that leather bound album uh, and, and something else is we're going to, we offer two parent albums with that. And those are basically uh, the hardcover versions of that leather bound album. You know, they're basically the hardcover albums, but, uh, but uh, with the same content as the leather album so that, you know, you have something that's not as nice or as fancy as the leather round album, but it's something that you can give your parents and it's going to last a lifetime. You know, it's still super duper high quality, uh, but it's definitely not a thousand dollars. And then on top of that, uh, I also offer 10 matted four by six prints, uh, something I feel like is always valuable because everybody's always wanting a good picture to put uh, up of you guys uh, of, of couples. Uh, so I offer 10 prints, uh, as well, as well as two, five by seven. So, you know, just so you have a couple different sizes and then a 16 by 20 canvas print, uh, instead of the framed print, uh, you know, you, this is supposed to be the highest quality package. So you want to offer the highest quality stuff as well as the online gallery, the flash drive delivery and the print, right? So the basically you get it all, you know, you get, our maximum amount of time, all the most expensive stuff, two parent albums, both all the prints that you could want and, and delivery in two different methods as well as print rights. If you wanted to print your own pictures. So when you just assemble the cost of all of these things together from the list that I mentioned earlier, the cost you get is $4,850, which is wild. I never, realized how expensive it actually is to offer everything and I've offered you know really expensive packages in the past but nothing even close to this and and I didn't realize like when you really want to offer everything it actually costs a lot of money and and you guys will see when I start breaking down the other packages what I mean by that. So, uh, basically what we've done with these packages is since it's a package, uh, you know, if we were to buy all those things a la carte, it would cost you $4,850. But you know, since we want to sell this as a package, uh, uh, what we've done is we subtracted some money off of it. So we're actually selling the package for $4,300. Uh, you know, it's about $500 off that way, you know, it's a little more accessible and a little more enticing to purchase it as a unit instead of just buying, things a la carte, however you would like. So then we step down a package with package two. And and one of the things we've done with this package is we've knocked down the hours to 10 hours. So it's 10 hours, uh, instead of 12, uh, because obviously one of the really expensive parts of hiring us is our time. Uh, as we've discussed, you know, we, we just can't keep affording to, to spend so much time because, you know, we have to look out for our own sanity at the end of the day. So we did not get down to 10 hours, but obviously you could absolutely purchase more time. Uh, if you wanted to, uh, it's totally an option. And then of course, instead of a leather bound album, we're doing a hardcover album, and we're still doing the two parent albums. If you would know that way, you'll basically have three hardcover albums and they'll all be identical so that you and both sides of the family can get them. Still doing the 10 4 by 6 prints, but we're not doing the 5x7 prints. And instead of a 16x20 canvas, we're doing a 16x20 framed print because it's about half the price of a canvas. You still get that beautiful large print, uh, but it's going to be on a slightly less expensive material. Still gonna be gorgeous, still gonna be amazing, but just not as amazing as a canvas print, and that's the idea. And then you still get the online gallery, you still get the flash drive delivery, but you don't get the print rights. And you could purchase the print rights if you wanted to, absolutely an option, still be significantly cheaper than buying the next package if all you wanted to do was get some print rights. Uh, but obviously, you know, that's not something we're going to offer on this second tier package. So when you assemble all this stuff together, it costs $3,150, um, which is still significantly more than what I was charging for a package of a similar size. Uh, so. Uh, basically what I did is like above I knocked a couple bucks off of this one. So we're selling it for twenty eight hundred dollars And and as you can tell I'm basically making the same amount of money from both of these packages uh, I'm actually probably making a little bit less on this lower tier package uh, only because uh, what I'm making is is based off of working less time because we're not there as much because that the time is our profit essentially um, and because we're only there for t- 10 hours instead of 12, uh, we're not, we're not there, uh, as much time. So that, that kind of cuts into our profits. And then last but not least, our lower tier package. And the, the goal of a lower tier package is to kind of strip everything else out and give like just the basics. Uh, and so, so we do, we stick to the basics. Our basics have always been, you know, we, we have two, two photographers there and we have a hardcover album delivered to you. Uh, we always offer an album and then we'll always offer prints uh, to kind of substitute the album. So we offer the 10 hours of coverage, hardcover album, 10 prints, the online gallery and the flash drive delivery. That is our basic package in its most basic form. And uh, what the cost of all that package ends up being is $2,290. So what we've done, just like the other ones, is we subtract a little bit of money off and we end up with $2,000. So if you guys are seeing what's going on here is basically that our bottom tier package ended up being the same price as the package I offered already. And it's the same package I offered already because I already offered that same album. I already offered the prints. I already offered the gallery. I already offered the flash drive all in that same package. The only thing that's changed is that I have set a numeric value to the amount of time that we will be there for that wedding day. And and I have placed a, a numeric value on all the rest of the items. And from those, I have extrapolated them and figured out how much more it actually costs me to offer my upper tier packages. And I've realized that you know charging twenty five hundred dollars for something that's actually twenty eight hundred dollars just for the cost of the package, you know I'm still there ten hours. That that's where I have realized I've made less money by selling a higher tier package, uh, uh, and and so it it wasn't making a lot of sense, and and so that's why you know I kind of ran through this whole exercise of doing this, and I find it really interesting because I, I didn't realize this. Um, and so I think this is the package structure I'm gonna be going with for photography in the future. And, and the nice thing about this package structure is it makes it super easy to adjust because if I want to, to increase my prices, I just have to adjust the amount of each individual item. And then the rest of the math just kind of works itself out. I just add up what it's all gonna be. And this way, I still get to offer all the things that I value. Uh, you know, I still I still get to offer a lot of time because I'm still offering 10 hours, which is what most photographers will reserve for their higher tier packages. And and even in my highest package, I get to offer 12, uh, which is something I'm used to offering. And I think a lot of clients will still be purchasing from us a la carte. Um, but I, I still get to deliver albums because I, I firmly believe in the quality of our albums and and i i think they're beautiful and i feel like it's something that every single couple should have so it's something i give to every single couple and i will not not deliver that to a couple uh, and then and then the prince uh the purpose of our having the prints is to deliver some photos to clients that i maybe was not able to work into the album because of the way i design my albums you know not all photos make it into them So, so I give the prints as a way to make sure I include some of those important pictures so that nobody's missing out. And of course our online gallery and our flash drive delivery, that's all included on all of our packages. You know, the, the core of what I stand for as a business, uh, and the core of what I feel is important to me as a photographer is all the stuff that I still, uh, offer even in our lowest tier package but then by restructuring it in this way, I'm able to offer more and and make sure that I'm still making a sustainable living by offering more. Uh, So I wanna walk you guys through a similar thing with what I did for videography. Uh, So uh, again, a lot of this is the similar concept. Uh, We still charge $160 an hour for my time and $40 an hour for my assistant's time. Uh, But the difference before videography versus photography is that, you know, as far as products, you know, you don't really sell albums of video except asterisk. We will talk about that in a bit. You don't really sell albums of video. Um, The bulk of time spent in video is actually the editing because what you're delivering is a video, which versus photography, at least for me, takes a whole lot more time in the post production aspect, you know, so, so editing the different types of video is what increases the price of your package because that's where your time is invested. So not only do I have my own time and our assistant's time for wedding videography of the day, I have also assigned a value of $20 an hour for the editing time and the reason I did this is because you know if we break down what it costs to edit a video and I put an hour marker on it then I'm able to essentially look at outsourcing that to other members of the team uh, particularly Ryan who uh, does a lot of editing for us here at 1up Creative and I'm able to pay him that $20 an hour instead So that he can edit the video, he can make that money, uh, and and then we're still maintaining that the the profit sharing is going to be equal for the amount of work that he's doing. That way, you know, I'm still making my fair share of money for the work that I'm doing. If I'm doing the editing, I get to keep that money. But then if he's doing the editing, he gets paid extra for the work that he's doing. That way we make sure that it's fair and, and nobody's getting worked more than their fair share of pay. That's the idea behind this. Uh, So what I have done is I've kept the same online and flash drive delivery prices uh, because delivering video online is expensive. Uh, So, you know, I did account for that with a $30 charge, but then I did include one more item and that is the video album. And the reason I wanted to talk about this really quick is because it's a new fit, a new product uh and and some of you may be able to look it up uh, it's actually a little book that you can send to clients and it essentially is like a a flash drive that plays video and so you open the book and there's a screen inside of the book and it plays the video and i think that would be a really beautiful thing to offer clients uh, but it's expensive so that's reserved for the higher tier video packages so I placed a price of that of $120 because it is expensive to get and, and set that all up so that I can deliver it. So then uh, besides that, as far as deliverables, I just broke everything down into time. So figure if we, I wanted to offer this whole feature film thing that I mentioned earlier for videography, you know, it's not something I've done in the past because I feel like the time investment versus the return on that investment is not great. Uh, but I want to offer it to couples in case that's something they are interested in. Uh, so I, I have broken it down and assumed that it's going to take 40 hours of editing to get that feature film to fruition. Now the highlight reel, uh, you know, still takes a lot of aspects in the feature film, but it is a little bit quicker and more fast paced and you're able to cut it together a little bit faster. So I said a highlight reel is probably going to take 20 hours to put together. Uh, But a ceremony video and the speeches videos, you know, those are a little bit quicker because they're essentially a pretty straightforward multicam. Uh, So I said those probably will take like five hours a piece to put together. So when you do that math, you know, you're talking about, you know, at $20 an hour, putting together the feature film is going to take you uh, $800 of your own time or, or paying somebody to put that together for you. Uh, and, and, so, uh, you know, you can see where the highlight reel and the ceremony, video, the ceremony and speech video separately can actually save you a little bit of money and save your, your clients and your couples a little bit of money. Um, so, uh, the last thing that I did was I, of course, similar to the printing rights, uh, I also offer raw, raw footage, uh, as kind of a, an optional thing that if people really, really wanted it, they could get, um, Of course, being that I shoot on Blackmagic RAW, you know, they probably won't be able to view the footage, but hey, they could absolutely have that footage if they wanted to. And it's something that I will, of course, offer. So uh, similar to before, I've structured this in three packages, starting with our most expensive package. Uh, Just like our most expensive package before, I wanna make sure that I offer the maximum amount of time that I can with my couples. Uh, So we do offer 12 hours. And like I mentioned before, uh, we will be offering this video album instead of a flash drive because essentially it is a flash drive, but it also has this screen on it. So when you open the album, it's very cool. And it plays the video right there on the album. So I think it's a really cool product and I would really love to offer something like that. So I do here in our top tier package, and then, uh, we do still do the online delivery. Um, and, and then, we're also offering a uh, feature film because it's something I said I wanted to offer clients in case they wanted it, but I pre- previously haven't just because of the time investment. Uh, uh, so it is something I'm now offering in this higher tier package, as well as the highlight reel, the speeches, videos, and the ceremony videos. So it's kind of got everything on it, you know, uh, uh, except for the raw footage. And if, if they wanted that, if they purchased this package, I'd probably just give them the raw footage if I'm just being honest. Um, but because they'd have so much of the footage anyway, through this feature film, but, uh, when you put all the math above on this package, that places a $3,600 price tag on this package, which subtracting a little bit off to discount, it makes it a $3,300 package, which is something I never thought I would be charging for a video package, but when you just break it down, how much it actually costs in time, just to edit that, I, I absolutely agree with that pricing. Um, and, and it's something that, you know, I probably would have in the past done, uh, just because somebody asked me to, and, and not really valued that time. Uh, so then moving down to our second video, videography package, this is kind of the one that I've traditionally offered in the past. Uh, and this one has 10 hours of shooting. Of course, in the past, uh, we've gone up to 16 as we started off this episode discussing, Uh, So so we have cut that down just to kind of, again, for our own sanity, uh, limit this. Uh, And then we've also gone with the same things we have in the past. You know, we've done the flash drive delivery, the online delivery, uh, and then the highlight ceremony and speeches videos as separate videos. So that is kind of what we've offered typically for our videography packages in the past. But when you put the time... Uh, stamp on that again, and this is the same amount of time that I have based my photography off of, uh, when you put the timestamp on that, uh, that ends up being a $2,530 package, which I'm offering a discounted for 2300 So that is five, uh, not 500, $700 more expensive than uh, what I was charging for a vide- videography package before. Uh, and, and all of that extra money is purely just the time spent editing. If I wanted to actually pay somebody to edit my videos, which is something I would really like to do in the future because uh, I do believe uh, Ryan is a very talented member of our team and he's a great editor, and I'd like to be able to pay him to do that kind of work, uh, then I'm going to need to to actually charge money for that. Uh, and that's just kind of an unfortunate thing. Uh, you know, obviously I'd love to give my couples, all the discounts in the world, but I also have to respect the people working for me and pay them well for the work they're doing. So, so I have to pay him that $20 an hour in order to do a really good job on editing the video. So, uh, because of that, I, I realized that I actually have to charge more just because of the time spent editing. So then what I, I did, again, based off of the base package, I offered a bare minimum package that has 10 hours of coverage and then just the highlight reel. Uh, that way, you know, we're not spending some extra time editing the ceremonies and speeches videos. If there's someone who's kind of a uh, no-nonsense type of person and they don't really want that stuff, they can get this really base package and get kind of the the, the beautiful cinematic part of the wedding day captured in video. And they have that permanently that they can view anytime, but then they won't have the more full ceremony and speeches videos because those are extra time uh, invested on our side for editing. So, you know, if they wanted to save a couple bucks, uh, and again, that is the only difference between this package and the one above it is that they're able to trim out the ceremony and speeches videos. And that's what puts us at the $1,600 price tag that we're currently starting at. So again, uh, that kind of wraps up this whole concept of how we've restructured our packages. And, and both of our packages are offering the same things uh, as before, except that our time limit has changed. And that is purely because we're trying to uh, not go insane by working 16 hour days anymore. Um, but other than that, our packages are offering the same stuff is just our higher tier packages are offering even more than they were before uh, uh, and, and structured in a way so that the prices aren't actually costing us money by offering more for our couples. So I'm really happy with the way this package structure works. And, and the reason I was so strongly against it in the past was because I was afraid of this whole concept of I. Again, like I said, I I value these core things uh, as a photographer and as a videographer on both sides, you know, you know, I want to make sure I'm there for all the important parts of the day. I'm telling a good story and I'm offering the things that I believe in as a videographer and a photographer. And because of that, you know, I was so afraid to itemize things because I don't want to offer packages that don't have that stuff because I believe in it, I feel it's important and valuable. And and so I wanted to make sure that I'm consistently offering those things. And so um, I was really worried about doing this because I, I felt like I would lose that, but I actually didn't. You know, I was able to keep all of that throughout all this package structure and still offer even more for my clients. So I think I think this this whole experience has been really, really valuable and I'm really happy that I did it. And, and hopefully again, uh, I'm able to keep the right mindset throughout all of this, uh, because like I said, the whole goal of this process was not to increase my profits. It was not to make more money uh, because I really am not making much more money uh, no matter what package I choose, uh, no matter what package any of my clients pick. Uh, you know, I'm not really, I'm making about the same amount of money in any of them. You know, the goal throughout all of this is just to make sure that uh, I, I'm, I'm managing my own sanity and I'm offering things to my clients uh, at a price that is actually reasonable for both them and myself to to pay. So um, I, I hope that I'm able to maintain that mentality in the future, uh, because as I've said before, uh, I do what I do because I love it. I, I do this whole wedding videography and photography thing because I love doing it and for no other reason. Um, and, and so I want to make sure I I don't lose the sight of that. And, and I don't want money to become the main goal or the main reason that I do what I do. Uh, you know, profit, being profit hungry is not good for my business. And it's not something I want to become uh, as... I go throughout this whole wedding photography journey. So, you know, that's just something I want to be wary of. And I want to make public here uh, because again, you know, all the stuff I've discussed here is not to increase my profits. It's just to make sure that I'm charging my worth and my value and that I'm not pulling any more 16 hour days uh, because, you know, I have to make sure that I'm not working my butt off for what at the end of the day ends up being less than a minimum wage. Uh, because I can't, I can't sustain a family or a life off of that. Uh, you know, it's just not going to be doable. So I have to charge something that I feel is fair and reasonable for myself and for my clients. So again, uh, hopefully you guys got something from this and hopefully you guys realized the way that I structured this whole package system. Uh, And again, a lot of this was very uh, heavily based off of Ben Hartley's package structuring episode in his podcast that he just released. If you guys wanted to go check that out again, it is the Six Figure Photography Podcast. You can look it up wherever you get podcasts and listen to that episode. Um, and, And like I said, I did follow that pretty heavily. Not exactly. He does things a little bit differently than I did. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I did things uh, according to my heart and how I felt that I wanted my business to be run. So making sure that I offer all the, the things that I feel are necessary and and that kind of thing and placing value on my time that I feel is fair uh, and that sort of thing. So that that's it, guys. Hopefully you got something from it. Uh, and, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It is a few minutes shorter than a normal episode, but hopefully it was worth it every minute of your guys' time. If it was, let me know by leaving a review or whatever you you do on the podcast platform you're listening to this on because it's on all the major ones. Uh, So if you guys wanted to do that, please feel free. Thank you guys so much. And I hope to hear you in the next episode of the Shoreline Podcast. This has been Jared, and I will see you soon.